Hey y'all, I'm Justin Mitchell and this is Out Here in America. It's a new show from the Sun-Herald in Biloxi, Mississippi and McClatchy. Before we get to the episode, we wanted to introduce y'all to our friend Evan Wolfson. He's the founder and former president of Freedom to Marry. That's the campaign that won nationwide marriage equality before the Supreme Court in 2015. Now we're excited to help them get the word out about an amazing new project. Hi, Evan. Hi, Justin. As you know, we've achieved a dream that I'd pursued for more than 30 years and our movement had pursued for more than 40 years. But while we've won the freedom to marry in law, the marriage conversation is still a powerful engine of transformation that can continue to build support in the South and elsewhere. The case before the Supreme Court and the decades-long struggle that led to it has been made into a documentary by Eddie Rosenstein called The Freedom to Marry. The Supreme Court says it will take up the issue of same-sex marriage. The biggest gay rights ruling ever. This is about the dignity of millions of Americans. The essence of the right to marry is the freedom to marry the person you choose. Evan is the visionary behind this movement. His true gift was to be the marriage guy. Because I knew that this was a national conversation that was gonna change everything. It's been four plus decades of work. Evan, it's good to have you back. I mean, you have worked more than anybody else on this. And now, America is ready for the freedom to marry. This documentary is being embraced around the world. It contains the lessons for how to achieve change, not just for LGBT causes, but for any cause in any country. And in fact, Justin, this documentary is coming to Biloxi for a community screening with the Sun Herald and McClatchy at the end of July. I'm sure you'll tell them more about it. But for now, people can also learn more about the film at freedomtomarrymovie.com, and they can watch it themselves on iTunes. And I look forward to being back in Mississippi in July. Thanks, Evan. We can't wait for next weekend. Come join me and many of the guests you've heard from this season on Sunday, July 23rd at the Mary C. O'Keefe Cultural Center in Ocean Springs. Check out the event on the Sun Herald's Facebook page for tickets and more information. And special thanks to Sips Bar in Gulfport, Bacchus Biloxi Beach, and New Context Creative for supporting this event and marriage equality out here in America. Now back to the episode. Last fall, a close friend from high school told me a secret. She wanted to propose to her girlfriend, and she wanted me to be there to photograph it. Because when you're LGBTQ in a small town, there aren't that many gay weddings. So sharing those moments with friends and family is indescribable. Hey, Jillian. I'm so excited for you and Molly, and I can't wait to see what beautiful brides you'll both be. But when Molly and Jillian Nunez asked their families if they would share in their special day, their family said no, that their love was a sin. Marriage equality is now guaranteed in all 50 states. But in some places, and for some people, traditional family values change more slowly than the law. But change can happen, and the celebration Molly and Jillian finally shared in May proved that family is worth fighting for, whether it's traditional or not, on Out Here in America. So, how was your honeymoon? Oh, it was good. So, before going on a cruise, everybody's like, oh, a seven-day cruise is way too long, and, oh, you know, five days is pretty good. 
you know, because by seven days, you're just ready to get off the boat and come home. I was just ready to hop on another boat. Yeah. Honestly. We didn't want to get off. Mm-mm. And now we're planning on retiring on a cruise ship. Yeah. Maybe. So, you know, I photographed your wedding, but I never even asked, like, how did you guys beat? Tinder. <laughs> You're not supposed to say that. <laughs> so we lied because we were embarrassed to say that we met on Tinder. Uh-huh. So we actually have a mutual friend that we found on Tinder that I went to high school with and she uh, worked for mm-hmm. in Hattiesburg doing her internship. And so I was like, oh, well, we'll just pretend like <laughs> she introduced us. So I messaged so. her on Facebook and told her like, hey, if anybody asks, we met through you, not on Tinder. She's like, okay, cool. <laughs> so she went along with it. It was nuts, because it was my first semester of nursing school, so trying to get in a normal sink of getting back into really, truly studying. And started a long-distance relationship halfway through the first semester. Mm-hmm. And I was going up there once a week, and then she was coming home. Eventually, she started coming on the weekends, yeah. and she'd stay the weekends here, and then I'd go up during the week there. That's a lot. Yeah. Actually, the first, we met in person on October 27th. And then I was like, hey, so Halloween's this weekend. So I would not have known that day. (laughs) So good job. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, so Halloween's this weekend. And we always have a big Halloween party at my house. So no pressure, like relationship pressure. But like, (laughs) it would just be really fun to see you this weekend and hang out for Halloween. Like, you can stay the night if you want. (laughs) But... You'll be meeting my family, and they don't necessarily know yet, so (laughs) I'll just introduce you as a friend, and Mm -hmm. if we get further than that, then they'll at least like you because they met you when you were a friend. Brilliant plan. It was a brilliant plan. Yeah. So it worked. It worked. They loved me. What was that like for you? I was in a bit of a culture shock, I told her, because everything was, like, so different. And like it's like a loud like Italian family and I was like taken aback because my family is not so festive. I mean like we all get together and we have a good time, but it's just completely different families. So they they liked me. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it worked. It was a good plan. How did your family react when you came out to them? Hmm. Very disappointed. One of those things you hear about, you know, everyone's crying. It was a long, like, four-hour conversation with two sets of parents, because my parents are both remarried, and so I had to do it twice, and then again with my sister, and again with aunts, uncles, grandparents, so it was just a huge ordeal. Um, It was difficult, and they were very blatant in saying, you know, this is not right, we will not support this, we will not be at a wedding, we will not help you financially support a wedding, we will not have any part in this because it's wrong. So I had to kind of re-look at how I thought things would go. Coming out and the fallout after that, Mm -hmm. what was the hardest thing for you? And who was the hardest person to tell? Mm -hmm. Probably my dad was the hardest because I was daddy's girl my whole life, very close to him. And his reaction of just crying and being so, like it was the most devastating thing he'd ever heard. Like, I was a bit surprised at how disappointed he was. So our relationship has changed. You know, we're still, we still talk, we're still close, but it's like I can feel 
the disappointment, that lingering feeling of, wow, you are really not happy with the way I'm living my life. Like that is, I've never felt that because I've always run by every, every decision by him. It's something that we've always talked about. He's always supported me through every challenge, every, you know, obstacle. He's always been there for me. So having something that I'm doing, him think is just a horrible decision. Um, I think he actually said that he knows that this will end in destruction. Like he knows that this will end up failing and being a horrible thing. And he wanted me to get out of it before we got married. And so, yeah, that was tough. That was only like, that wasn't even a month before we got married. Yeah. It was like a couple of weeks He's before we got still married. still hoping that I'd change my mind, that things will be different. It's very hurtful. Are things different for you when you like go to your parents' house now? Mm-hmm. Do you feel welcome? Yes and no. We were welcome to stay at my dad's house whenever we go to visit, but it is different. It's a different feeling. My mom hasn't been open to having you come over yet when we have visited, but I think that might be shifting now. Hopefully she was a bit more open at the reception, so. We bonded over our favorite wine. Yeah, <laughs> found some common ground. Yeah. But yeah, it's different. We're still not sure if we'll be able to do holidays at my grandma's house. And that's something that I've done every single year for my whole life. So it's like we're taking it one step at a time and there's still a lot of steps to be taken with my family for sure. But I'm trying to take the small victories. So how long into dating did you come out to your parents, Molly? It couldn't have been that long, right? Because she would come to stay every weekend. So I was like, we should probably tell them. And it was before Thanksgiving. So my mom's in the kitchen and she's got like her back to me. And I walk in there, I'm like, so mom. She's like, yeah. I'm like, uh, so you know me and Jillian? She's like, yeah. I was like, well, hmm. You know, we're not just friends, right? Still back to me. She's like, I mean, I wasn't born yesterday. (laughs) I was like, okay, end of conversation. So later I'm texting her, and it's a couple days later, I'm like, so are you gonna tell dad? Cause I don't wanna tell dad. And then eventually when I came home that evening, I got out of the car and he looked at me and he laughed and he was like, so you finally told your mom, huh? And I was like, hmm? (laughs) He was like, what, you think we didn't know? I'm like, geez. So very different than yeah. how it went for me. Were you scared to tell them or did I you- was because my family's not an open family. Like we know things about each other and we just don't talk about it. So we just accept it and then don't speak of it. But I also grew up Catholic and so I also know how I expected their feelings to be. Like a couple of months into it, I'd already known that I wanted to marry Jillian, and so I asked my mom, I was like, if me and Jillian decide to get married, is this something that you'd want to be a part of? And her initial reaction that day was, no, I don't think so. Followed by, y'all can get married. So she had no idea that it was even legalized and that we could get married. She was like, oh, okay. And then over the course of like the next few weeks, We just had deeper religious discussions and why I don't believe it's a sin. And then she was just very open. And since then, like, I don't really know if they're, like any of my family, I don't know if their thoughts have changed, but 
from the beginning, they were very closed in being a part of like the marriage aspect. They were just like, you know, it'll be really awkward. So, you know, y'all just go do your thing and then, you know, whatever. And then they just open arms as it went by. I don't, I guess maybe it's just because like we didn't push the aspect on them. So we gave them time to adjust to being around us and seeing that it's really not that big of a deal or any different than anybody else's relationship. Growing up Catholic for you, was it hard to accept it for yourself? Growing up Catholic, I completely ignored the thought. Like I didn't even know it was a thought. So my cousin Johnny, he came out after he graduated high school and my uncle's initial reaction was to kick him out of the house. It took a while and then everything got back to normal, but his initial reaction was, you know, just one of traditional Southern Catholic, not putting up with that. So at that point, I was still in high school. I was just like, mm, I don't even know what to think about that. And so I was like really, really deep into the Catholic religion and then didn't even cross my mind at all. Like, I know I was thinking things, but I didn't know what they were. And then I graduated high school and I took over religious education at church and got really, really focused into that. And then mm -hmm. it got bad. And then eventually I was just like, that, that's stupid. Like you've literally just been hating on yourself for so long. I finally found a group of friends that I was able to be comfortable with and talk about things with. And they were just like, you gotta be you. Like quit trying to hide. Like we love you, who cares? And I was like, oh, it's not so bad. Okay. We have kind of weirdly similar stories. I wasn't Catholic, but I was non-denominational Christian, but very involved in my church, very involved in leadership and youth. And one of the things also for me was putting them back in your head, back your head, back your head. This is not an option, not an option. Make yourself go the straight and narrow what you need to do. And eventually it doesn't work like that. You know, you just can't, it's not worth it anymore. So for me, it took going to grad school, you know, being around different types of Christians, people who had different opinions about this. And I was like, wait, what? It's not a sin. There's different ways to interpret the Bible. When I finally did come out, it was like everyone assumed that I had completely thrown away religion and was living this sinful lifestyle. And that word lifestyle just angers me all the time because I'm like, is there a certain lifestyle that we all share? No, like that still is the hardest part for me. Hey babe, so I guess in a little while you're gonna start getting ready. Uh, I guess you're gonna get your hair done and your makeup done. And then a little while after that, we're gonna get married. Tell me about your wedding ceremony. It was perfect. Honestly, I when I think about it, when I look at the pictures from it, I'm just like, wow, that could not have been any more perfect and beautiful. Originally, the reason why we wanted it to be just us was maybe for sad reasons, but I think it turned out being so perfect and so intimate and such a beautiful thing in the middle of a park where people are going on about their normal day and we're having the most special day of our lives. And just, it felt very spontaneous and fun, which is kind of part of us, but it also felt very real and like all of those emotions and everything we weren't worried about who was looking or what people were thinking because it was just us and it was the best day of my life. Yeah. But it's kind of beautiful looking at it now of 
that's how it started, but I don't know if you noticed, my family was there at the reception. So the reason we did the ceremony separate originally was because people didn't want to be a part of it, but it kind of grew to something that people did want to become a part of. And I think my family realized too, like we may not support this and we don't agree with it, but this is the biggest day of her life. So we're going to show up. They came to the reception. I think they were uncomfortable, but they were there. And I have pictures with them there. So that's a win for me. I respect their beliefs and I asked them to respect mine, so I'm not trying to persuade them, and they've very recently stopped trying to persuade me. <laughs> so it went on for a while. Do you think that your straight friends and your friends who were guests in your family at your reception, do you think they understand how hard it is you had to fight to get married? Do you think they understand that fight? No, I don't think so. I don't think it's something that you have to think about if you're not going through it. I didn't think about it before I was put in the situation. You know, marriage has always been something important that I always knew there's a certain way you're supposed to do it. You know, it's supposed to be taken seriously. It's supposed to be with God in the center. It's supposed to be for a lifetime. But now it means so much more. Like it's almost like we're holding on to because we don't want it to be taken away. Something that very recently was something that we could even do. And I never really understood the struggle until we had to go through it. And now, thankfully, it happened for us at a time where it is legal and it is accepted. And, you know, we've got the marriage certificate in the mail, like it's real. Yeah. But it's just so crazy that so many people will try to tell you that it's, it's not real. You know, it may be legally, but it's not really a marriage. You know, like there's some people who I've heard say that and it's, it is very hurtful because to me, our love is, something that I don't know if most people have. It's very real, it's very selfless. It's putting the other person first and wanting to make the other person happy. And I've only heard people talk about that. I've never actually experienced that real, real love. And for me, it's unbelievable that I found Molly, that I get to spend the rest of my life with her. If I were in your shoes, mm -hmm. I don't know if I could ever forgive my parents. Hmm. Do you think your relationship with God has helped you forgive and try to move on? Because it seems like you guys are trying to break tradition in your own families, and it right. seems to be working. Right. As far as like shutting down and not talking to anybody, I know through the process in the beginning, initially that's, that's really what we wanted to do, but mm -hmm. our overall goal was, I mean, we both are family people, like I love my family. I don't really hang out with my friends much because I'm always with my family. Like, we're just extremely close. Maybe we are horrible at communicating about important things, but family comes first. So even though we wanted to shut down and be angry, ultimately, you know, we still just want our families to be a part of things. And even if it takes a couple of years, you know, slowly getting there, right. then we decided that that was okay. Like, you know, we're fine to feel at home and talk to each other about it, but our family's just important, so we just need to keep them a part of the life. I'd like to take a moment to thank Molly and Jillian Nunes for sharing their stories. Molly and Jillian may have gotten married in New Orleans, 
but they live together in Mississippi, a place that both call home. But months after they tied the knot, a state law that allows businesses to deny services to LGBTQ people was reinstated. For couples like Molly and Jillian, life becomes harder just for being themselves and loving one another, even though their marriage was recognized on state and federal levels. If you'd like to learn more about this discriminatory law, go to sunherald.com. That's where you'll also find my response to the news. Thanks to our Out Here in America team, Amanda McCoy, Jordan Marie Smith, and Davin Coburn. And thanks to Jason Shaw for the music. Want more stories like Molly and Jillian's? Subscribe to Out Here in America on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorite shows. In the meantime, I'll see y'all next week on Out Here in America.